Welcome to the Agoracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the AGM, a presentation from Gorecom, in which companies get to share their presentations from their annual general meetings for shareholders that weren't able to physically be there. And today we're talking about Star Navigation Systems trades in Canada under SNA for our friends in the US, SNAVF. To understand Star Navigations, did you know that at any given time, two to 300 planes can be off the grid when flying and nobody knows exactly where they are. In an era in which GPS can easily track cars, trucks, trains, even our dogs, all right? I think the world has a right mm -hmm. to ask, why are our plane tracking systems not the strongest of all? And unfortunately, Malaysian Air Flight 370, Air France 447 showed the world the weakness in plane monitoring systems and the strong need for a real solution. That solution is here. It's right now, Enterstar Navigation Systems. It's a flight sciences company that bridges a gap between the flight experience and flight safety in real time. How do they do that? Without getting too techie on you, their technology provides a continuous connection between planes and the ground. That's never been done before. It's the first company to ever do this. And more than just tracking, it also tracks real-time aircraft health, monitors the engines, uh, fuel management systems, fleet management, and so much more. More than just lip service, the company has signed multiple LOIs, a couple of uh, contracts in 2022. The big one being that none of us saw coming, uh, coming out of the $30 billion Lapset Corridor Development Authority uh, to track trucks, trains, boats in Eastern Africa's largest infrastructure project. So here to talk about how 2022 went, Where we're going 2023 is Anoop Brar, Director of Business Development. Anoop, welcome back, my friend. Thank you so much, George. That was such a great, great energy that you brought into this meeting. Hey, you guys doing amazing stuff. And at the end of the day, I'm a passenger. My kids, yeah. my wife are passengers. So I love it when I hear about technology like this. Bef I did notice that you were there yesterday at the AGM, and I really, really appreciate that. Um, I think at the end of it, we all were really excited about what's coming up. And just having you there asking all those questions was actually really encouraging and really appreciate that. And it was an amazing presentation and we had a good turnout for an AGM. Nowadays, nobody comes out for physical AGMs and you had about 40 people there, but we okay. just had to get this out to everybody else because you literally have thousands of shareholders mm -hmm. and we want to make sure they hear about the story as well. For sure. So let's talk about that. We're not going to go into the tech yet. Why? Yeah. Because most small cap companies talk about tech because they don't have commercial acceptance yet. Mm -hmm. That changed for you in 2022. So big picture vision, how big of a year was 2022 in terms of commercial acceptance? And you know, maybe talk about just a couple of the airlines and LOIs that really excite you. I know there's too many to list all of them, but yeah. let's talk about a couple of them to give people an idea. For sure. George, as you know, Star Navigation has been existent for many, many years now. Our product was already certified. It has already been approved. Um, there is no research and development. We're ready to add value to airlines and to the aviation industry. 2022 was such a foundational year for us. We were able to go out to Africa. We were able to pitch ourselves. We build, basically built a base there and we got such a great acceptance for our technology. 
um, because we are able to digitally transform aviation. When Africa, which is thirsty for technology, a lot right. of the efforts by OEMs, the Boeings, the Airbuses, their attention goes to the big players, the Emirates, the Qantas, the British Airways, nobody's really looking at the smaller players. Yep. And when they saw a Canadian technology company having a technology that can modernize their fleet, increase safety, they absolutely welcomed us with open arms. And I find that was a small but really big change in the company's philosophy because for years, yeah. and you had great technology and you tried to go for the Lufthansa's and the British Airways, so on. Yeah. But you're this little tiny microcap company and they're these big mega billion dollar conglomerates. It, it just yeah. wasn't wasn't working. How important was that shift to Africa where there's a better matchup between company sizes and the need because they weren't being serviced either. And what does that mean for 2023 given the running start you guys now have? So 2022, we went to Africa, had second aviation conferences there. We basically were able to open the doors to a lot of these airlines, to MROs, operational uh, management discussions with MRO companies who actually do the installations and the maintenance of these aircrafts. More importantly, we, the military was very interest, interested in us. Wow. Uh, and you have had meetings with Captain Jonathan and Hermit, and you have seen the excitement that they have brought in to your interviews as well. And those are all legitimate. And we are actually going back now in February and March to continue those discussions and turn those LOIs into contracts. Yeah, you got a number so, of LOIs. Um, you're going, so that's great. You're no longer going yeah. to Africa or to customers hat in hand, hoping you've already mm -hmm. taken them halfway down the aisle. You've right. got something called the road to 300 because you think you've got yeah. some good visibility for 2023. What's the road to 300? Um, it's an internal strategy. It's an internal goal that we have developed. Let's focus on getting 300 orders by the end of 2023. That's a, it's, that's a big task. It's a big task. It's uh, ambitious, but we have broken it down, as you saw at the AGM. It's all about marketing ourselves, making sure that there's execution in play. We have the right resources and we will be able to achieve that. Now, if we just ended there on the biz dev side, because mm -hmm. obviously airplanes, big industry, Africa, massive uh, massive air, uh, air airline industry in Africa, yeah. travel industry, that would be great. And we'd say, okay, good luck. And let's see how you can close all these. But then yeah. out of nowhere comes Lapset, this the, East Africa's largest infrastructure project that's connecting ports, airlines, train stations, people, fleets, and you guys get the tap on the, soul, uh, on the shoulder uh, to be the tracking company, you know, to be the mm -hmm. primary tracking company. I know it's an LOI stage, but what does that say first? So two things I'm going to ask. What does that say about your credibility mm -hmm. in the world market now? And then, you know, how big of a project is this? It's a massive, massive project. And it gives... So much credibility, not to our product, but also to our shareholders. Because at the end of the day, everybody looks at Star Navigation as a tracking company. We are way beyond that. We are an innovative technology company that leverages data to create actionable insights. And when we have data that's coming off boats, marine, trains, and we are able to generate predictability from it, we're able to track the fleet, the value is automatically transferred into our product. People can literally see that we do way beyond an aviation. We are able to take the data, we are able to digest it and provide insights to the operators. 
uh, Lapset, when that came up, it was the aviation ministers who said that they can see value in the products that we're offering and translate that to the boats, the marine, the all the different moving Train, vehicles, trucks. trains, trucks. And that's how the LAPSAT program had initiated. We started with an LOE last year um, after a few discussions turned into a letter of intent that showed so much credibility that a small company based out of Toronto now is able to modernize the entire fleet and take LAPSAT and be able to transform it modernize it the same way the North American, the big Asian countries are able to do. And we are honestly honored by LAPSET and they have invited us back and we are continuing our dis discussions to turn those LOIs into firm purchase orders. And we're pretty excited to be able to do that. And George and the shareholders will be the first ones to know about that. And now I know I can't, I know you can't give specifics, but mm -hmm. if I can work my back to the future you know, uh, flux capacitor, I can feel that investor saying, ask a noop, you know, when this might happen. So ballpark, just to give everyone at home an idea, because sometimes big projects like this can take a year, a year and a half yeah. until you come to a decision. Uh, okay. Ballpark, when do you think Lapset starts coming to a decision? Which, by the way, could be yes or no. But, yeah. you know, when do you think you start getting to that? And when can shareholders start anticipating potentially? Again, ballpark, not trying to pin you down a specific date. Um, they have actually invited us, uh, invited us to Kenya. And so our team is actually going at the end of January. And, oh, wow. and so it's going to be continued discussions. It could turn into a purchase order at that particular moment. It could be further discussions, further evaluations of technology. Uh, there's a little bit more due diligence that probably needs to be done, uh, but we are really optimistic. The fact that they have chosen us among so many other technology providers uh, speaks yeah. volumes. And we are pretty excited about that. And we did announce the fact that we are headed back to Kenya to continue those discussions. And I'm not quite sure exactly how I could pinpoint an exact time frame when that could happen. No, it could be, weeks, exact it could time be months. Because yeah. We don't want to get in trouble. But exactly. I'm glad you gave that ballpark because that, <laughs> that means investors at home who you've got all over the world, yes, they now have a time frame. Maybe it's going to be Q1 sometime, you know, as opposed to maybe your next meeting's in June. So it's it's right. it's nice to give people that idea again we're not banking on anything but it's good to know that it's moving quickly that's always a good Absolutely. sign by the way i will Absolutely. add this anoop harvey brought this up one of your longtime shareholders brought this up yes. yesterday what is nice about this from a company philosophy point of view one of star's uh weaknesses i'll stay in the past has been mm -hmm. that it always i'd always went for the home run deal you know the yes. big deal with boeing all or none and that's tough because there's so much risk in that now it seems like what Star has, which is great, is a bunch of singles and doubles, speaking yes. of baseball metaphors, with all these yeah. LOIs in Africa, all a couple of contracts you've signed. So we've got that going. You've got the road to 300. Yeah. So you're, you're building a nice steady funnel and potentially good business. And you got Lapset as a potential home run, but you're not relying on it. So shareholders aren't relying on all or none. I just want to express, I just want to express, I think, that that's awesome that you guys have yes. provided shareholders with that. And I'd like to add to that too, because our core business 20 years ago, when this company had started, we were the first ones to do in-flight analysis. Nobody else was doing that. And we really want to go back to our roots and emphasize on that. I have been in front of customers now, and they always compare us to the fact that data could be extracted. I know there are other competitors who are extracting the data post-flight, 
but we're the only ones that can analyze the data in flight. Yep. And what that means is exceptional when it comes to data analytics, artificial intelligence, and how we can modernize the aviation industry. That is something that we have changed our mindset back to the original roots and making sure that it's basically hit home and showing the value of that to airlines and operators in Africa. And you're absolutely right. By proving ourselves and having the small wins, we will be able to gain the momentum that's necessary to take star navigation to the next level and entice our shareholders to buy more. Yeah, and that's why I got to tell you, uh, this is an AGM that I walked out of more yeah. excited than any other AGM at Star. You seem to have got the right team in place there. Your, your director of biz dev, Captain Jonathan and Harmeet doing the roadshow is incredible, the whole team. So I, I think for the first time, yeah, and it takes time, right? It's like you're trying to put yes. the ingredients together. It's no, there's yeah. no playbook. Otherwise, we'd all have billion dollar companies. Uh, so you guys have put together, uh, I think, a really great team right now. So we call this Beyond the AGM because you made a presentation. Yes. So let's get to that. I'm going to ask you the question. And then while I'm then I'm going to share the screen. So while I'm doing, you can answer. But I was at the AGM yesterday. Yes. I've always understood the technology, but it seems like you guys now present a different way, which was easier to understand, showcases truly how disruptive it is. So I want to share that with investors. So maybe you can start talking about it while I bring this up on everybody, but talking about the technology, because this is the part that new people don't mm -hmm. know about. For sure. So Star Navigation has complete hardware, software, and data analytics solutions. Star Navigation is QS9100 certified. We are able to install our hardware systems in the avionics bay of an aircraft. We have the capabilities of reading all the different sensors, the parameters that are coming off an aircraft, analyzing them real time in flight and send key information down to the ground. The operators can now build trends, visualizations and analysis based on the data that's coming off. That's, that cannot be done with any other, any other uh, competitor currently. That is how we are able to enhance safety provide predictive maintenance, reduce AOGs, which are aircrafts on ground, which cost airlines hundreds, if not millions of dollars of uh, downturn revenue, uh, delays and cancellations. Most importantly, um, we have a complete ecosystem so we can send the data that's coming off an aircraft automatically for post-flight analysis. At STAR, we have great engineers, great scientists who can do that in-house but we can also send it to a third party analytics company of an operator's choice. So as you can see, now we're providing the complete ecosystem from hardware analysis to post-flight analytics. And you can see slide four right now, you're able to see that? I am, yes, absolutely. And that's, uh, let's talk there about how you're able to enhance safety, optimize, I know you touched on it there, but you guys are really enhancing and optimizing, which in today's day and age where margins are tight, that means yes. a lot to these companies, right? Absolutely. And I can kind of explain a little bit more in the next slide. Uh, Let me get to that. Right there? There you go. Yeah. So as you can see on the top, our in-flight analysis, we do live aircraft tracking. So we have a, a dashboard that you can see an aircraft being flown, different parameters are being sent, and all through Iridium satellites, which is 99% global coverage. We do not rely only on ADSB and radar systems so that when an aircraft is flying over oceanic flights, information is still being sent to the ground. And, and by the way, just so people at home don't yeah. take for granted, 
that doesn't happen with the status quo, no. right? Exactly. A, a lot exactly. of us, I think, assume it does, but exactly. maybe touch on that gap and the, the size of the gap that you're filling. Absolutely. So the aviation industry uh, is making do. They are having radar systems that are on the earth, but they're not using satellite systems to transmit information to the ground. And that's what happened when MH370 went missing. It was flying oceanically, but there were no radar systems on the ground. And therefore, nobody had any indication of where the aircraft was. Star navigation are, is able to send that data from an aircraft to the ground. And if you go to the next slide, um, the aircraft health monitoring, that is what our key cusp is. You look at all the different computer systems that we can tap into. We can read all of that information. Currently, using QARs, which are quick access recorders, operators can get data from the black box, but that's after an aircraft has already flown. So many things can go wrong at that time. Star navigation is able to take that data, analyze it while an aircraft is airborne, uh, transmit it to the ground, and have the operators start thinking more proactively and start adding artificial intelligence to visualize and predict when can failures right. happen, when can safety incidents happen. And I think that is the mindset that we have shifted towards in terms of our marketing. When everybody talks about tracking engine condition monitoring, I really want to emphasize how we really do that and how we're different than all of our competitors. It is because of the in-flight analysis. And that and, is our value and, proposition. And, and that's why people shouldn't picture star navigation as, oh, they're able to do that neat little graphic where they track mm -hmm. a plane going from Toronto to Athens. And that's, that's neat. Right. You're tracking yeah. all, and there's too many to read here, obviously, but people get idea yes. of you know, the inertial reference system, the air data computer, the fuel guidance. You're able to track all of that while the plane in real time. So if there's a problem with one of those, that's right. Uh, the ground knows it. In it, obviously the pilots don't know it, but the ground mm -hmm. knows it, and that's a massive advantage. That's so right. the plane doesn't land and take off again, and nobody realizes that the flight control computer has a glitch in it uh, yeah. before it takes off again. Exactly, and I think the next slide will explain a little bit more, George. Um, here you can see all the different graphs. So we have vibration levels that are being transmitted. As you can see in the greens, they had a few spikes while an aircraft was flying you would not have been able to see those until that data was either manually extracted or extracted post-flight. We can start building trends just like a stock market. Right. We've got historical data, we can get real-time data. That is what our value proposition is here. And absolutely, the African market loves this. You know, a point to stock market terms, I'm glad you just said that. I think for everyone at home to understand, especially new people, the difference between the status quo and star is the following. The status quo is the old way where yep. the day after you'd open the newspaper and you'd see what did Apple close at, what did Star close at, That's right. and then you make your decisions from there because that data is coming in after the fact. And that's, that's right. what 